There's not enough bunny-based philosophy in the world. Welcome to the Cutting the Gordian Out podcast, Imaginary Rabbits edition. Today we are reading a children's story, but before you switch episodes, I'd like to tell you that this is not a normal story. Instead, it's a children's story that's defending the following thesis from Barry Miller's work, that there are no non-contradictory, non-elliptical construals of atomic sentences of the form A exists. Got it? Great. So, we're going to be digging into this ridiculous story, but first I want to tell you something. One, this is being released because most likely in the next week, my very first child will be born. So keep some prayers for uh, me, my wee baby, my wife, my whole family to uh, figure out how on earth you raise such a creature. Um, This was not written in honor of that. This was written completely on a whim. So let me tell you why this ridiculous story exists. My friend Pat Flynn was working with some of the thought of philosopher Barry Miller. Nobody else is bothered because most of his thought is practically impenetrable, written in a way which is entirely ridiculously academic. He does have good things to say, but only president of the Barry Miller fan club, Pat Flynn, bothered to actually find out what that is. However, he did finally complete this task, writing a very good article on one of his forgotten arguments God. Now, I was reading and reviewing this article, coming up with some ridiculous brainstormy thoughts, and one of those was that we could further simplify it. I told him, wouldn't it be funny if somehow this could be simplified all the way down to a children's story? Because it went from the thought of Barry Miller, who famously excludes those non-contradictory, non-elliptical construals of atomic sentences of the form A exists, and then it got put into English by Pat Flynn, so now I'm putting it into poetry form, even for children. Now, I was supposed to be doing something else that morning. I think I was designing a house or budgeting a giant build or something like that, but I didn't want to do that. I decided I'd write the first chapter, and then the next chapter, and then the next chapter, and now we have the entire story. So, this is how it's come to be. This is why it's being released today. If you really enjoy the story and want to read it to your kids or really anybody, you can email me at thegordiannot101 at gmail.com, and I'll send you the text of this. And if you guys really, really, really like this story, well, I suppose I could be persuaded to write a couple more. All right. Now, my plan is to read it twice on this here podcast. Once, we'll just rock it through, and the second time, I'll pull out a few thoughts and ask a couple questions. Thumper and, oh, another thing. The rabbit, Thumper. Um, Pat references in his work, Thumper, as an example in his philosophical musings. Well, Thumper was a real rabbit belonging to Gary Machuda, who you may have heard of. And Gary Machuda named it after the original Thumper the rabbit. So I decided to carry the name Thumper and Frumper from Pat's article into this. And there's a lot of lines referencing the work of Barry Miller. Um, We have berries being a uh, central part of the story. We have the Miller farm, and we have many other things. So if there's strange things which seem gerrymandered into the story, well, that's because they were. Okay, now on with it. Thumper and Frumper, Finding God on a Dreary Day. Chapter 1, A Rainy Day. 
Rain and damp and puddles many never stop the games of bunnies. On what may seem a dreary day, the bunnies play the day away. But one such bunny wasn't there. He wasn't invited. It wasn't fair. See, not all bunnies are so kind as friends of you or friends of mine. Thumper was a different type. He liked not to play, instead to write. The other bunnies were fast and sleek. Thumper liked to eat and eat. Out of the window, Thumper gazed. His imagination was set ablaze. All he had to do today, imagine a new friend with whom to play. Not a normal bunny will do. What if bunnies with wings flew, soaring through the dreary skies, flapping wings and soaring for miles, up and down the drafts of air, betwixt the clouds without a care, speeding through the atmosphere, he could go to China and be there. Imagination fuels my newfound friend as he speaks in fluent Mandarin. What would I name this friend of mine? Thumper's my name, he opined. Frumper would do very well. He'd be like me, but better still. What I want, Frumper could acquire. I could eat all the carrots I desire. No fence would stop him from taking flight. He could sneak to the miller's farm by night. Few bunnies have dared to venture there. Traps and dangers are everywhere. Mr. Miller keeps an eye on every bunny that ventures nigh. But while he's watching, day and night, a frumper could take to flight. More than carrots, Miller's grows on his farm. Berries are for what the beasts risk harm. Dreary days, puddles and rain, plump the berries as juice they gain. Simple games with all the others. I'd be eating berries if I had my druthers. But how could Frumper come to assist, come to assist if only my in my imagination he exists? Chapter 2 What is the difference between a Frumper and the actually existing Thumper? Maybe it's the wings that Frumper gets, but birds have wings, let's not forget. Nothing about a Frumper cannot be, it seems that he could be like you or me. If, however, Thumper imagines a friend of contradictory fashion, this type of friend could never be, for what would his nature even mean? To take a helpful small example, could there ever be a square circle? No such thing could ever be, for this is contradictory. The circle could be blue or purple, but never square, that's not a circle. So to be a friend for Thumper the Rabbit, it's reality that Frumper must inhabit. Now, Frumper is not contradictory, so what more does he need to be? What if Thumper forgot to imagine the stuff from which we are fashioned? Existence is what he seems to be missing. Can he give this to him just by wishing? Thumper tries his level best for hours and without a rest. His mind imagines each detail, non-existence to countervail. Finally, with great exhaustion, there is nothing I've forgotten. Over a bowl of carrot stew, he thinks to himself, well, what caused you? Chapter 3, Essence and Existence Maybe Thumper has it backwards in his attempt to manufacture... What if existence is the beginning of anybody actually living? Thumper knows that he exists, but not through his nature he persists. Nothing in his very nature forces the hand of a creator. 
In this, he and Frumper are the same. Nothing about Frumper's nature is to blame. Equally, they could be real. So what's keeping Thumper from his berry meal? In frustration, Thumper utters, Where are my snacking carrots and butter? Slicing the butter off the block, Thumper has a brilliant thought. There is no film on the boundary of the slices that have compounded. With every slice to the block he makes, what is it the butter's continuity that breaks? If out of the butter he made square, the butter would not be everywhere, but instead the edges laid by the squareness given by his blade. The nature of square makes a stop. It tells the butter where be the sides and top. It seems to Thumper that what he imagined could be like the squareness in this fashion. Frumper would need a butter block existentially. His wings and mandarin create a boundary. But Frumper is not made of butter. He's made of existence, Thumper stutters. Just like me and other creatures, we have definitions that define our features. But this is clearly not enough. We must be made of existence stuff. Chapter 4, which came first. But what is it that sticks these together, essence and existence of whomever? First, it would seem that I must be me, that I cause myself to somehow be. But how, he thinks, can me, as Thumper, make slices to the proverbial butter? Would I not have to first be me to do the slicing that I would need? So now we have a puzzle. Can it be solved? It seems with thought we just revolved. We need a Thumper to define the edges using the essence that he expresses. But where on earth would we get Thumper if he can't exist yet? Round and round and round we go. It seems that even Thumper can't exist, but no. Thumper now, with his thoughts swirling, slowly sees the answer unfurling. He makes no sense just by his own. He cannot exist through himself alone. Thumper's very nature as a combination of essence and a certain individuation leads to a sight of absurdity, only explained by one whose nature just is to be. For something of this type and kind would not have the problems that are mine. It would not have a slice of reality, but it would have it infinitely. Chapter 5. The Search Wherever could a bunny find a being whose essence is this divine? He could create creatures without number, every being even Frumper. To his friends he finally went, raining still, the ground is wet, bunny games are all around, but Thumper needs this being found. Excuse me, fellow bunny friends, I need to find a fellow hence. His nature is just to be, he is the cause of you and me. Nothing restricts his act of being. Is there anyone like this that you've been seeing? Well, maybe Thumper, he is where no bunny would dare to enter near. The Miller farm is close enough. You'd look there if he were tough. Thumper may not be fast and sleek, but he thought if careful, he could take a peek. The other bunnies summoned him, summoned him hence. The rain of late washed out a fence. 
a path under barbed wire was just big enough for him to inquire. Through the fence he slowly climbed as his safe home he left behind. The cheers of some rang in his ears. Find him, Thumper, yelled his peers. Others with their heads hung low knew what Thumper could undergo. The farm was a dangerous place. They feared for the trouble he awaits. Chapter 6 The Farm Thumper hopped from place to place, knowing well the risk he faced. But if this being could be found, Frumper would at last be around. There was a trap he did not touch it, though the bait was a juicy carrot. He saw a patch of ground, not alike. Another trap, a pit of spikes. Just as soon as the pit was avoided, he saw a farmer's shotgun pointed. He ran and zigged and zagged and darted as he ran into land uncharted. Finally, in bushes, he found cover. And what at last did he discover? The berries were all around him, juicy and plump on every limb. Never has he ate so many, but soon his eyes got very heavy. As he began to fall asleep, he whispered out in hopes to meet. Where are you the one I seek? I came all the way here for you to meet. I come for Frumper, my friend ideal. I know that you could make him real. With that he fell into a sleep. Few bunnies ever sleep this deep. In his dreams he saw, as a vision, his theft, his trespassing, and from other bunnies, division. At once he knew that he's been lacking in his moral life. He's been slacking. He could have been a better rabbit, one that did the good by habit. In every case, he had something missing. That meant the good was what he was dismissing. It is not just Frumper who has non-being, but me as well, from what I'm seeing. Now the two are more alike, though only one can take to flight. Both have to overcome non-being, but both can only by receiving. As slowly light peeks through the branches, Thumper decides to take his chances. To the farmhouse he makes his way, a brand new courage he displays. Chapter 7. The Escape I stole the berries, he rehearses, trespassed too by selfish urges. Ready for a full confession, he almost missed the dog's aggression. Barking, growling, and running fast towards Thumper, Miller's farm dog dashed. Thumper ran away in a hurry to somehow escape the farm dog's fury. Thumper's girth slowed down his run, wishing the dessert he shunned. If only he had played the games that other bunnies played, but he called lame. The dog was now gaining fast. Thumper was completely outgassed. Fearing he had met his fate, he suddenly felt a change in his weight. It's almost like he's lighter now. His toes can barely touch the ground. He feels the dog's hot breath on his back. It's over now. Thumper's a snack. But what is that flapping sound as Thumper's paws come off the ground? He looks up and what does he see? Frumper is here in actuality, soaring past the big dog's bite. Now Thumper gets to share in flight, over the fence and back to his home, past the puddles with the bunny friends roam. Chapter 8. Homecoming Thumper and Frumper became best of friends, but Thumper never forgot on what he depends. His existence itself only makes sense if a being above all can existence dispense. Thumper met such a being, but only through danger. He's not like one of us, more like a stranger. Yet, like every slice of the butter speaks of the block, each existing being a faint image of the creator unlocks. 
The cause and the reason of all that's existing is a God above all, a God who is listening. All right, well, I hope you enjoyed that children's story, though I think it could be a story for any and all of us. And I hope you enjoy the um, the argument set forth um, uh, based on Barry Miller's thought. I thought maybe I'd read it again for you and give some commentary, but you know what? It's way longer than I remember, so I'm not going to do that. We're going to call it right here, but I would invite you to uh, ponder that story a little bit. Try to think about uh, what's it saying about essence, existence, in what way we kind of have a chicken or the egg problem. How can something exist with an essence? Wouldn't it have to get carve off existence with the essence? and All that good stuff. And I hope you enjoy me for the next episode, which I think is going back to our church and state series. Of course, I'll give you my email address one more time if you want to reach out about this story to get a copy of the text, or for any other reason, I'd love to hear from you guys. Let me know how you found the podcast, what you're enjoying, what you might want to see next. Again, that is the Gordian Knot 101 at gmail.com. The Gordian Knot 101 at gmail.com. You can always get in touch with me. Well, thanks for listening, guys. God bless.